Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. Good evening, everybody. Nice to see you. Hope you guys are all doing well. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. We hope your week has gotten off to a good start. We're going to continue today talking about our relationship series and the theme of my very brief message. And you guys should know by now that my sermons are never more than like seven minutes because I, I believe in short sermons. And, and the theme for tonight is fight for the relationship. Okay, and here's what I mean by that. Kristen and I, very early on in our relationship, discussed what we wanted, as every couple, I think, should. And one of the things Kristen emphasized is she wants somebody who fights for the relationship, okay? Well, what does that mean? Does that mean somebody who grovels? Because I think that's a lot of times what people think of fighting for a relationship. People get into some kind of argument, and then one person has to like get on hands and knees and beg the other person to stick around. And there's a few things wrong with that, okay? First of all, every couple is going to have disagreements, right? Some people say every couple is going to have fights. That's not true. Disagreements don't have to become arguments and arguments don't have to become fights, okay? Ephesians 4 tells us, deal with each other with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the, in the bond of peace. Okay, so number one, you always have to be gentle with the other person because you have to be gentle with the relationship. A relationship by its nature is a very fragile thing. So you also have to understand, though, that fighting isn't groveling. Fighting is not you've gotten into a discussion, which was a disagreement, which became an argument, which became a fight. And now you got to beg the other person to stick with you because you've hurt the other person's feelings. Okay, relationships aren't about begging. Here's what fighting is. Okay. It's not fighting with each other. It's doing the things every single day to make the relationship work. Committing every day, for example, like Kristen and I do. Every single day, first thing I do in the morning is I call Kristen. Then we pray together. We send each other text messages every morning, okay? We send each other text messages every afternoon. We do this show together. We get on the phone afterwards, and we probably spend another hour just talking to each other, hour and a half every night. After that, we send messages to each other, okay? Uh, every single day we are committed to spending a lot of time with each other and having, you know, very deep conversations and doing the things necessary to build the relationship. And sometimes you take big jumps and sometimes you take small jumps, but the idea is you got to fight for it every day. And you have to fight, not just that, not just to build the relationship, but to improve yourself. I hear so many people, friends of mine, I ask them what married life is like, and they say, oh, it's a lot of work. And what they usually mean is, they put in a lot of effort to try to get the other person to change, right? And it's so hard for them to get this other person to become what they want. But that's not it. The fight isn't to isn't to try to like shape the other person, okay? The fight is to let yourself be shaped by God, to improve yourself, fight to change yourself. That's the idea. So when we talk about fighting, it's not acrimonious. It's doing the things necessary to build the relationship day by day, and to overcome, for example, bad habits and replace them with good habits. Well, in the same way, you have to fight every day for your relationship with God. Don't forget 
what what the Bible says that you know Peter says be sober minded, be watchful. Your enemy, the devil, prowls like a lion, seeking someone to devour. Okay, he doesn't take a rest. And if you think about your daily routine, you have all sorts of distractions that get in the way. I like to do my devotions pretty much first thing in the morning. Okay, but what happens? You wake up and you're groggy, and you're like, "All right, let me just see what happened in the news. Let me check my Facebook feed." Let me check my email. I want to check the sports scores. And before you know it, okay, well, now I want to go take a shower. I have to go brush my teeth. I have to use the bathroom. And then you look at your watch and, oh, my goodness, uh, you know, I'm late for work. I have to go eat breakfast. And now all of a sudden you're at work. And the thing that was the most important to your morning, which was filling yourself up with the Holy Spirit so he could guide you through the day, okay, now that's the thing that got left behind. Because you didn't fight for it. You didn't fight through the distraction. You didn't realize what was what was happening. And the enemy really was able to defeat you without firing much of a shot. Okay. And it doesn't just stop there. We have to fight through bad impulses. For example, when someone annoys us, we have to fight the urge to, to lose our temper with that person. Listen, I'm a lawyer. I have people annoying me all day long. You have no idea how many times in a given day I have to fight through my flesh to not like say some smart remark back to somebody. I got this guy right now, this attorney who's being really not a nice person and his emails back to me are just kind of mean and he likes to complain about small things. Oh, why is it so hard for you to copy my paralegal on these emails? Well, because I don't work for you. But, you know, stuff like that. And so he says that to me today and then later on, I see some other attorneys, him and my paralegal on this email. And I was like, the first attorney for like, Please make sure that you copy Mr. Smith's paralegal. He's really very sensitive about this. But I didn't. I put it in my pocket, okay? I, I could have started a fight, and I didn't. I just let it amuse me. I get people who call me all day long. The one I get clients who call me with really just annoying questions. I have, you know, I deal with, with abusive people, all right? It's a constant fight for me to stay in the spirit. That's the point. All of this time, I read recognize it as what it is, okay? This, this is God giving me opportunities to build my strength through resistance training. We spoke about that before, okay? But also to crucify the flesh and to fight for the spirit. That's the idea. Kristen likes to say the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He's very, very easy to offend, and he's very, very gentle. The Bible describes him as a dove. Doves, not that the Holy Spirit is timid, but, but doves are also very gentle as well, okay? You don't want to be rough with them. But what does the Bible tell us? Be strong in the Lord, in the strength of his might. You have to put on the whole armor of God so you can, you can withstand the schemes of the devil, okay? So this idea that you can just kind of wake up in the day and coast through the day and you're going to make progress uh, in your spiritual development is just false. Days like that, you're going to fall backwards. And it's the same thing in your personal relationships. Kristen and I have a saying. Every morning we say we're not going to have a routine day today. We're not going to have a routine day in terms of our spiritual development. And we're not going to have a routine day in terms of our personal development. And the key to both is understanding that every day is a fight. It, it's not royal, but it's just an every moment commitment so that you can get that point where you ruined a relationship and now you're on your hands and knees and you have to beg the person to come back. And with, with God, it's the same thing. You never want to get to that point where you say, God, I don't know what happened to me. I was so on fire for you and now I've, I've fallen so far behind. Listen, God will take you back. That's not the problem. The problem is, why do you want to have to keep making up lost ground? Why don't you just want to build on success? That's the idea. So that's my message for you tonight, guys, that 
you know, we don't really like to think of relationships in terms of fighting. Okay, that almost sounds violent, but every relationship has to have fight in it. Not fighting against the relationship, not fighting against your partner, but fighting for your partner and fighting for the relationship. And that's my message for you. That's great. And speaking of fighting for things, we have fought for the good technology, for technology to work on this program. (laughs) So it broke up a little bit, and I don't know if it's on my end or yours, so just let me know if if. Uh, you're not able to hear at any point what I'm saying. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, that's so true about fighting for something. It's the passion behind. Um, you know, if you don't have, it's it's the passion to win, the passion to have a goal, the passion, you know, like Paul says, I press for forward for what God has taken hold of for me. And, um, you know, that's, that's the abundant living is having that passion behind that and fighting for something, not against it. And of God before us, who can be against us? And, um, you know, there was a Christian teacher that I really um, respected who talked about how her and her husband, she said, we disagree well. We 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 fight well. And in, in, I used to wonder what that meant. Um, and she basically, just like what you said, Jordan, about fighting for something. She said, we're on the same team. When we're disagreeing with something, we're not going at you know, each other, we're fighting for the solution to something and we're on the same side and on the same team. So that's really important. And it does apply to uh, our relationship to Christ. Also, because we like you and I hardly have any disagreements. Yeah. And I know that there's like a huge overlap in our, uh, in our goals in life and in our, uh, our vision, our personalities and things like that. But you and I also, we have enough differences between us that we could have arguments if if we wanted to, if we weren't committed to doing this, you know, every day and, and just building each other and really not just learning things about each other in terms of facts, but learning each other's personalities. Yes. You know, it's so it's so important to communication. It's like you can be fluent in a language insofar as knowing all the words without right. understanding the accents and the inflection. And if you don't understand those things and you don't really understand the meaning, you're missing a critical part of the meaning. And it's the same thing in a relationship. You can understand all of the data about me, right? right. You, can, you know, you can get like an advanced scouting report about me and me of you, but it's only by being with you and right. constantly challenging ourselves. So I really learn about you and about um, how you communicate, how you react to certain things. And that's that's what enables us really to to never really have any real disagreements about much of anything. True. Very true. Absolutely. And, that, and, when, we, and when we have disagreements, they're very brief. And yeah. they're never acrimonious. And we just kind of, I mean, listen, I, I, I don't mind telling people this because maybe somebody gets blessed by it. Okay. Like the one time I thought we had something of a disagreement, the way we solved it, we were just like, all right, look, let's just call your mother and, you know, she'll mediate and, and we'll tell her and she'll just kind of translate for both of us and it'll be fine. And that's exactly what we did. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, we never got to the point where we were like, arguing or raising our voice or angry or anything. Yeah. It was just like, all right, you're saying what you're saying. I'm saying what I'm saying. I feel like we're trying to be on the same page, but we just kind of keep banging into like this invisible wall here. Let's just call your mom up. You know, we'll sit down in a room with her and, and talk it through and she'll make sense of it. And that's exactly what happened. That's right. It was like, who wants to be a millionaire, phone a friend and get the answer. So 
Yeah. <laughs> but it's so true. And the so first true. thing she did, by the way, remember the first thing she did, she's like, all right, before we do this, let's let's pray for God's guidance. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of an important thing. So yeah, <laughs> you're right. Um, yeah. Because sometimes, I think a lot of times with couples, they're both, like you said about communication, they're really saying the same exact thing. The irony is sometimes they're saying, they're wanting and saying the same thing, but the way that it's approached is so different. And I think you know, it's all about the communication. So, um, that, that's so good And that. And you are just also, uh, even though you are very direct, you're also the most Holy spirit driven and easygoing man in the world. So that, that helps as well. So Thank you, Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Well, it's true. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it definitely makes a difference. So, <laughs> all right. So, all right. So the verse I want to use tonight is a really good one for what, um, we're, facing in our our nation in America and in the world and what wisdom that God gives us what to do about it. And I just feel like we all need to band together for the greatest revival that this world has ever seen. And so it's Second Chronicles 714. And it says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. We need healing, Lord. Lord, we need healing in so many different ways. There's so many people that are experiencing personal sufferings that need healing. They need healing in their physical bodies. They need healing in their emotions. Our world needs healing. Relationships need healing. God, um, you know, we've got this this pandemic thing going on that, that needs to be healed. Um, scars, people have scars and bruises physically and emotionally. Hearts need to be healed. God, there's so much healing. I feel like the word tonight is healing. You want to bring healing, Lord, and you alone can bring it. So many people have masked the problem and tried to find healing in different ways. But God, you are the one who truly heals and who truly saves. So God, I pray that you would bring your healing. Lord, I pray that we would do our part, that we would put our face on on the ground and just seek your face, seek you for answers, seek you for wisdom, seek you for abundance in life. Lord, we come before you. And on behalf of our world, we ask for forgiveness of not only our own sins, but the, the sins of the world, Lord. And we ask you to heal our land. We ask you to heal every one of our hearts. We ask you to heal our futures. Lord, we love you. I pray that every person listening tonight would know that there is a plan and a future for their life and their hope will not be cut off. Lord, there's so many that wander in hopeless darkness. Those who are lost and also those of us who have gotten discouraged or that have felt like given up. There are many people listening who are just on that last, last thread of hope, just trying to hold on. Lord, come through for them like only you can. By the sound of my voice, I command the enemy to leave. I command him to take his hands off anyone who, is, who has been searching and, and feels discouraged. 
for that is, is, is a great darkness. But God, you provide hope. Lord, may your hope, seeds of hope be sown around this whole earth. May your light be ignited. May divisions and walls come down and unity in families and people groups be achieved. And may you, Lord, be the one we look to. May you be the one that we worship. May we worship you in every way. May we worship you in our media. May we worship you in our daily lives and in our families, God, and in our businesses and with our funds and our money and our financial situations. God, we worship you. God, come down and heal us and heal our land. And God, we don't want anything to go back to the way it was before. We want a new, a better normal. We want a new normal that we reach, God, in you. We want new dreams and new hopes and to latch on to the new thing you are doing, God. So just come in and bind up the brokenhearted, Lord. Have For every person who feels brokenhearted, for every person who feels like a dream has died inside them, God, birth new dreams and completely heal their hearts, God. And bring us to the place where you want us to be. You've called us to be and to live in the land of your freedom and love forever. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Wonderful job, Miss Kristen. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, Kristen, I think you want to kick off the prayer request tonight with Danny there? Yes. Okay, so Danny um, says, hello, dear Jordan and Kristen. I want to say thank you for all you do for God's glory in your ministry. Praise God for his miraculous work through both of you. May he continue to lead you and use you in everything you do, glorifying his name. Thank you so much for all of that, Danny. My prayer request is for God's healing, restoration. Well, it's just amazing that I just said healing. There you go. Mm -hmm. Restoration and strengthening of my parents and their marriage. They both have gone through many different situations, trials in the past, and some of these things have stolen their quality time together, the joy, the real friendship, and the love between each other, and a feeling of guilt and discouragement has taken place in their minds and hearts. Interesting, I just said discouragement as well. I believe that God has never changed, that He is God of mercy and loving kindness, God who is faithful to His word, the victorious one, and He who is for the marriage and against the divorce. They are both newborn Christians. They have ministered to many other people in the body of Christ through many, many years, and I know that their love for the Lord of Jesus is deep. I just want clearance that God will give them new hearts and deeper love between each other. The past will be forgiven and forgotten, and everything in their marriage will be renewed in Jesus Christ. Thank you for your, your prayer support. Well, Danny, I I have heard many, many testimonies of God working in a situation like this. It is never too late, and it is not too late in your parents' marriage. Amen. And we're going to pray for restoration. I pray that their marriage would be, like I said about the new normal in our world, better than it ever was before. I pray that they would look at each other through the eyes and the lens of the Holy Spirit and see the person, not only just the person they fell in love with, but the new creation and, and have a new um, a new admiration and love for each other. And I just pray that for, for the forgiveness for whatever has taken place and, and uh, whatever that entails, for them to get 
just clear communication and friendship and for the God to just come in and, and restore all the years the locusts have eaten and for their next years to be even better than the previous years. And I pray for your parents and I pray for all, um, a special prayer for all couples. You see this a lot, not only in, in Jordan's work, but just if you're um, observing in life and your friends and, and their parents, um, there's a lot of marriages that the enemy's trying to take down that have been around for 30, 40 years and mm-hmm. that end in divorce even after the, that time period. So we pray, and those that are not even in divorce but are just marriage in name only, we pray for marriages to be restored and the spirit of the Lord to be in these marriages so that they can go on to be mentors for all these people, um, newlyweds and all people in brand new marriages that need healthy mentorship and need to know what it looks like to have a strong marriage. So I pray that for your parents and I pray that for all of these like situations like this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You have your praise bell there? Oh, I got to go up. get it. Hurry up. I got to go get it. Unprepared, this girl. I, I know. Do I, I, you know, if I was in your class when you were a professor. I would... <laughs> yeah. Remember our friend uh, Vanjie Rabin? Yes, I do. With her no, husband, says, with COVID. Yeah, okay. And she has a very colorful uh, profile picture. She says, blessed good day to you. I just want to thank God for using both of you praying for my husband, Peter Rabin. Now he's in the rehab center for therapy. He's getting better. God bless. <gasps> so hit the bell. Hit the bell. So for those who don't know, uh, Vanjie's husband had uh, COVID-19, coronavirus. And when she came to us, I think he'd been in the hospital for about 30 days already. And it was a grim, grim, grim prognosis. And it is no exaggeration for us to say that God brought him back from basically the brink of death. I mean, that's, I'm not exaggerating that. You remember the original reports. Yes. And, and, uh, you know, got a little bit better, a little bit better. And now he's in the, um, the rehab center. I think he was in intensive care, was it? Or critical care, one of the two? Yeah, he couldn't even like hardly walk or speak or talk or anything. I think, um, I think he, no, several prayers in is when he started speaking again. Like that was the yeah. miracle when he could speak a little bit. I mean, yeah. I think he was in like dire straits, but now he's in a rehab center. So, God, we thank you for that and we give you all the praise for that. And, <clears throat> excuse me, that's a good segue, I think into some other people who need some uh, healing prayers. And I hope I hope this encur- that this encouraged you guys. Uh, Liddy says, I need your prayers for my son who's been sick for four months. He's six years old. Melvin says, I saw a video on Facebook about praying for people. So I'm here to ask for some prayer for me and my family. My family is Christian and I'm a sick boy. I only believe in God that he will cure me. James says, pray for my girlfriend, Kelly Lynn Roten. Pray for her to be delivered from drugs. We were high school sweethearts 31 years ago when we lost contact and found each other a month ago. I want to marry her, but not until she's off of drugs. She also has nightmares due to a couple of, I think he means traumatizing experiences. So pray she gets delivered from that and demonic attacks. I think once we get off the drugs, we'll probably have, uh, she'll probably sleep better too. She says, thank you and God bless. And Victoria says, I request for healing prayer and fruit of the womb to cancel night attacks and delay, whatever that means. So these are four pretty serious prayer requests here. And it takes a, an act of faith, I think, really, to put something like this out to total strangers. God, your word says that if anybody has so much as, a, as much faith as a mustard seed, which is the, like the tiniest thing, 
that they can tell a mountain to remove itself into the ocean and it will. Yeah. God, I want to pray for Kelly Lynn Roten first and foremost here about this drug addiction. God, your word says who the sun sets free is free indeed. And that doesn't mean free from some things and in bondage to others. That's not freedom. Okay, that's just trading one kind of slavery for another. God, we declare that Kelly Lynn Roten is free from addictions. She is free from these horrible dreams. She is free from demonic attacks. Victoria is free from these night attacks, Father God. I pray that she is healed. I pray she's able to have children. I pray that Lydia's son is free from the sickness. He's only He's been sick for four months. I pray that his freedom from that comes. And God, whatever Melvin is praying about, he just says, I am a sick boy. I pray he is free from that. Yes. God, you came, you sent your son so that we could have life and have it abundantly. Not a meager life, not a scraping by life, not a life characterized by sickness and, and, and privation, but a life characterized by healing. You say you, you are God, our doctor. You said by Jesus' stripes, we are healed. You said he was made a curse, so we can made a blessing. God, I lift all of these people up to you. I order these, I speak directly to these sicknesses and these torments and these addictions. I speak directly to them and I order them removed from these people and thrown into the ocean. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, for sure. We can't wait to see those. Before you do that, love, uh, and I don't mean to cut you off, but we just got someone wrote us something in Spanish and I'm hoping if there's someone else who's watching this and can translate Osvaldo's text there into English for us, uh, that would help us out because we'd like to be able to help him. Okay? Yeah, that would be great. Sorry about awesome. that, Go ahead. No, that's fine. Um, yes, we definitely await the prayer, the praise reports from those. Um, are, now, are the... you are you going to do Horeb through Narendra here? Yeah, is that good? Okay. Yeah, that's good. Thanks. Okay. Um, these uh, next prayers, prayer requests, all have to do with financial situations, and so uh, we're definitely going to pray that God would just break through. Uh, the financial wall here in the spirit of lack. For Horeb, who says, please pray for my ministry. I have some financial problem. Pray for my family. God bless you. Mahiz says, my heart is troubled. I don't have accommodations. I need a good job. Melanie says, please pray for my financial. Um, I need the payments for the school for my son to buy a laptop for his online class. Um, Because of the pandemic, her business also... slow down and she wants to put it back up again, it says. And Narendra says, uh, I need prayer in need of a financial breakthrough. Well, Lord, um, I just pray for Horeb, Mahiz, Melanie, and Narendra. Lord, these are your children who you love so much. And I just pray against the chain and the spirit of lack, Lord. We pray against, I also pray against the spirit of mammon. We pray against anything that would be a blockade for their financial blessing, Lord. We know and we believe that they're tithing and um, and just honoring you, Lord, with the with what the work of their hands is, Lord. Um, but I just pray that you make them not only that you fill their needs, God, but you make them just overflow in the financial department so that they can bless other people with, with their abundance, God. You want us to have abundance, Lord. And we come boldly before your throne because you are the God of provision. You own a cattle in a thousand hills and we are rich. We are rich in you with riches and honor and glory because we are your sons and daughters, Lord. And so you are our 
great father who loves lavishing on us and certainly loves to care for our needs. If you care for the sparrow, how much more do you care for our needs? Lord, so I pray that you take all of these children that are your children and just sweep them up and provide for them in miraculous ways and provide for their futures. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Great job with those, Kristen. Thank you. All right. So I'm going to pray for a couple people now who have family issues. David says, hello, I'm David from Uganda, East Africa. You know, my when I used to go to that Kenyan church, Kristen, my pastor, who's from Kenya, used to say that, that Uganda, in particular, Eastern Uganda, yeah. was like the place with the most demonic activity you'd ever seen, the most witchcraft and just the most, he has crazy stories about that place, man. So first of all, we're going to pray for David from Uganda. He requests that we pray for his finances and his family. He wants to be a good husband to his wife and a great dad to his kid. That's wonderful. Eno says, please pray for my family to restore them and pray for an addition, which I guess means a child. And uh, one of the live requests we just got here is from Ramesh Manji, who says, please pray for my wife, Mina, so she could understand me and make our life right in God. Well, uh, Ramesh, I'm going to point out this is, I think, episode 16 now that we've done in our relationship series. So you might want to watch some of those with your wife as far as understanding. But we're going to pray for all you guys right now. So God, first of all, I want to start with David, who is in Uganda, which is a uh, a place where you need some lights. And God, I first of all pray for his protection, spiritual protection and physical protection for him and his whole family. Number one, I pray for his financial situation, that you bless him in the middle of that desert out there. I pray that he's, I declare that he's a good husband to his wife and everything that means. David, you should watch our relationship series too. I declare that he is the best dad to his kids. For Eno, I pray that his family's fully restored. We believe in a God of restoration. One of the lies of the enemies, the enemy wants to, the, the enemy likes to win a battle and then say, see, that's it, game over. But it's not game over until God says game over. Okay. And so we, we serve a God of restoration. I believe you know, I'm believing with you that your family will be restored and to have a blessed addition. And Ramesh, I pray that not just your wife understands you better, but that you understand her better because it's really a two-way street. It's about the two becoming one flesh, the Bible says. And I pray that you both learn to understand the Holy Spirit better. And when you do that, your lives will be made right with God. So I lift God, I lift up Ramesh, Eno, and David to you. I pray their blessings. I pray your blessings on them, God, and I pray your protection on them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Amen. Kristen, can you do uh, Philomena and Anisha? Yes, yes. Uh, these two uh, young women are asking for uh, spiritual development in their life. Um, Philomena is asking to seek the kingdom of God, to see the kingdom of God. I'm sorry. And Anisha is saying, pray for me, for God, for mercy in my life and in my family. Lord, we thank you for these women who are seeking your face, who want to know you more, who want to see the kingdom of God, who want to know you as not just some far off deity, but to really know you. God, I pray that you would answer this prayer. I know you will answer this prayer, Lord. I pray that you would go deep in their hearts and and give them a fire for you and 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 just overflow in every part of their life, lives and just bless them in all the works of their hands, Lord, and just give them a deeper understanding of your love for them and who they are in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Good work. 
I like that. Nice and succinct, to the point, powerful. (laughs) I knew you would. (laughs) And that was Philomena and Anisha, correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. And then we have a couple here. We got, I'm going to do Beryl here. says, please pray for me. I need a husband. And uh, Lalit Aurora, this is a a live prayer, says, um, ask that God bless all the couples uh, who are disturbed in their marriage life and to restore their life. So, Father God, we pray for Beryl. We pray that you have, we believe, Beryl, that you have not just a husband for her, but the right husband at the right time who's going to treat her well. We pray he's a respectful, God-fearing person who put, who loves the Lord above all else. We thank you. We thank you, God, that just like you say, it's not good for man to be alone. It's not good for a woman to be alone. If you put this on her heart, your word says, delight yourself in the Lord, and you will give us the desires of our hearts. Well, God, this is the desire of her heart. We believe you put it there, and we are standing with her and thanking you uh, that you are going to deliver for her. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Kristen, live prayer here. Bert Lim says, I need prayer to get healthy because I have a thyroid gland issue. I need God to send me someone and to have a little bit of finances. God bless you all. All right, Bert. Well, I had a, a friend, a very dear friend who um, was had th- a thyroid um, issue. She actually had thyroid cancer and God totally healed her. Um, and she just has amazing testimony. So whatever the issue is with your thyroid, in Jesus' name, we proclaim that it is healed. There is nothing he cannot do. And it's actually your praise report. It, it's it's whatever um, is going on in your body, it's going to be used to launch your, your praise so that you can show other people who God, who God is. So we just pray that your whole body, your thyroid, um, we pray for God's wisdom um, and direction and that your whole body would line up with the will of God and that you would just feel the blood of Jesus just cover you as you find your healing in him. In Jesus' name, amen. I figured out how to use the translate function on my browser here. And the, oh, great. The, Osvaldo was saying, simply, pastors, let the doors continue to open for your ministry in the work of Jesus. Then later he says, I personally believe that God will lift you up with great anointing of the Holy Spirit wherever you go. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Great. And then Dahlia Rodizma says, thank you for your prayers for my husband, Al. Uh, Start here. Start the work now. God bless both of you. Please help continue uh, prayers for my daughter, Arabella. She has coughs and a skin allergy. And and to totally heal her anemia and a positive a good result for her skin test. Oh, is that for me? Okay, my turn. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> lost track. Well, God, first of all, thank you for Dahlia, who's a, a, a you know comes follows us a lot. We appreciate that, God. We know she has a great heart after you, God. I thank you for her whole family, her husband Al. I thank you for answering prayers for him as well as her daughter, Arabella. We rebuke this cough and the skin allergy and this anemia that she's suffering from. We know that's not of you. God, your, your word says that all sickness is from the enemy. And so we rebuke the plans of the enemy and replace it with your plans of healing and fullness and restoration. God, we lift Dali's whole family up to you. And we just pray that they are blessed and blessed abundantly. And they are a blessing to just scores of people for the rest of their very, very long and healthy lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And Kristen, uh, last one for you looks like pray for me. For, is Irfan? This person's asked us for prayer before. We need prayers. We are uh, financially disturbed. We need your prayers. All right. Well, Lord, we just pray pray again, um, just as I prayed for those 
other precious people, that you would break the spirit of lack and the spirit of poverty and um, anything that the enemy would try to um, hold over Irfan and his family, that um, that they would not even have the fear of it. Lord, I, I pray for them and anyone who has uh, any financial uh thing that is keeping them up at night, that is that is causing them to live in fear, that it is a spirit. The spirit of fear is attached to the spirit of loss, anything like that. In Jesus' name, we pray for your abundance. We pray for your uh, open doors, and we know that you will take care. Um, and Lord, we ask you to break this, and we pray that your provision would just flood in. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, I'm going to do some of the shorter prayers that came in ahead of time. And you know, sometimes people write us whole paragraphs and sometimes they just they just write us very short things. So I'll just go through these real quick. Azabuku says, uh, God, he needs your assistance. Juanita says, need you to pray for me. Cameron says, pray for my sister. She's unwell and possessed by someone. Vicky says, pray for peace and don't do away with the police. Pray for protection for our nation. Shukit says, Pray for us that all God has for us shall come to pass in Jesus' name. He alone is worthy to be praised. It's true. Joseva says, thank you, Jordan and Kristen. Pray for me and my families. Margaret says, pray for my niece and our family. Diana says, pray for all the Christians that will always be watchful for this end times. Angel says, pray for my daughter. And both Rohini and Shakila says, pray for me and my family. Father God, we lift up Beryl. Azabuku, Juanita, Camram, Vicky, Shokit, Joseva, Margaret, Diana, Angel, Rohini, and Shakila. God, these are short prayers in terms of the amount of words they're using, but they, it doesn't mean that they're unimportant prayers. In fact, they're very important. We lift all these people up. We pray for them and their families. We pray that you meet all of their needs. We rebuke the devourer, especially for Camran, Camran's uh, sister, who's unwell. God, we call her well. We pray for peace and we pray for our police departments. We pray for healing for our nation and protection and for all nations. We pray that everything that you have for all these people will come to pass in Jesus' name. We pray that you place a hedge of protection on all these people and their families, that you bless them abundantly, you bless them financially, you bless them spiritually, you bless them in their relationships, you bless them as they come, you bless them as they go, you bless them in their homes, you bless them in the fields, you bless them in the communities, and you make them a blessing to everyone else around them so that everyone else can see your glory shining through all of them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Ah, our friend Dahlia says, Thank you always. I claimed and received in Jesus' name. God bless Jordan and Kristen. Uh, thank you. I'm totally blessed. Even more problems. I'm so happy that God is always here besides me to comfort me always. Amen. Okay. And last prayer of the night, Kristen, goes to you. The person, I can't click on this. The person's name is... Swalization Mangol says, please pray for my daughter Juanita. Oh, this looks familiar. Yes, yes. Well, we pray for you. It's great to see you again. And we pray for your daughter Juanita to be healed and to have uh, her wholeness and her whole future um, to be for her to just feel God's love and his kindness and his open doors and provision in every single way and for her to walk through those doors in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Great job. All right, Kristen, can you wrap us up here with the call to salvation? Absolutely. If you'd like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is your opportunity. Right now can be that moment for you. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. 
forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior, and I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you pray that prayer, congratulations. You're in the kingdom of God. Definitely send us a message or you can comment on the video. We'd love to hear from you. And as Joel would say, get into a good Bible-based based church, right? That is right. That is right. <laughs> Even if it has to be online for now. <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right, guys. Look, thanks for joining us again. Um, you know, it's the beginning of the week. So hopefully you have, uh, well, we pray that you have plenty of energy to sustain you through the rest of the week. We pray that you're a blessing to everybody around you guys. We hope you, that uh, we've been able to bless you. We ask that you please do us a favor. Try to share the videos. Please show them on your page. Host watch parties on your page. Those things all help. Okay. Uh, anyway, guys, thanks again for a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at 730 Eastern Standard Time as always. In the meantime, please be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3.